0: Hi friends, Robin here, and I have got a game changer for you. Maybe you're like me and you're feeling the winter blues right now. Well, let me tell you about my recent game changing experience with Linen. I decided to shake off the cold and give my bedroom a complete makeover. How, you ask? Well, with a spring bedding reset, thanks to Brooklinen. So trust me, okay, transforming my room from chilly to cheerful, it was completely simple. All I did was I treated myself to a new Brooklinen duvet and talk about a mood boost. It's like a color refresh for my entire bedroom space. I had no idea that changing linens could make such a big difference. So let's talk about Brooklinen's magic touch, okay? From luxe sateen to classic pre-kale, there is a sheet weave for every type of sleeper. And can we talk about their award-winning sheets made with long staple cotton?
1: Slash Headspace fifty to get fifty percent off.
2: Headspace Studios. Hi, it's Andy here, and welcome to Radio Headspace and to Tuesday morning. I think very often in life we assume that what we put out into the world, you know, is based on our actions and our words alone. And so when we talk about meditation and we talk about body, speech and mind, we may assume that mind is something very personal. It's something that we only feel ourselves. And that doesn't really impact the world around us unless it gets to the point of words, unless it gets to the point of actions. But once we start kind of digging into that, I wonder if that's really true. You know, if you consider, I don't know, the last time you walked into a room and maybe there was a friend or a family member there, and they weren't particularly happy. Maybe they were upset, maybe they were frustrated. They didn't necessarily say anything, they didn't necessarily do anything, and yet there was a feeling. Without anything in particular happening, you could feel the tension in the room. Same goes the other way, of course. It may be that they were absolutely happy in their life and very excited about something. They didn't say anything, they didn't do anything, and yet you could feel uplifted by the energy in the room. You know, when you go and visit might be buildings or places, especially if they're places that I think have been used with positive intention or visited with positive intention over many years, maybe sometimes even decades or centuries or even millennia. There are these places where people have gone to visit and because of that positive intention over time, they've almost absorbed that positivity. It just feels different. Maybe it feels quiet. Maybe it feels calm. Maybe you experience a greater sense of clarity when you're there. Maybe physically it feels different. And it's really interesting, I think, visiting these places. And look, I know nothing <laughs> about physics, but ultimately everything is energy. And I think it shouldn't be a huge surprise to us in that sense that if there is a lot of positivity put into a particular place, that place becomes a centre of positivity, that it starts to feel like a good place to be. I remember back in retreat and the teacher came in. You might think that the teacher's there every day. In some retreats, they're not. This particular retreat, we saw the teacher at the start. We saw them after six months and then again after 12 months. And the teacher came in to visit and he said, "Okay, um, you guys just kind of wait in the kitchen. I'm just going to go around the rooms. And he would go into each room and he would spend a few minutes, five minutes in each room and he would just sit wouldn't do anything, didn't say anything. He just sat in there on his own. And then he would come back out and he went round all the different rooms in the retreat. And then he sat down with each of us individually and gave us, you know, we had a chat, kind of how it had been going and a little bit of guidance on what we should be doing over the next six months. But also there was a conversation about sort of how we were feeling. It's kind of extraordinary, the sense of depth of perception, of simply sitting in our rooms, and getting a feel for what we were going through in our practice in our mind and therefore being able to give a greater sense of direction and it was incredible actually just how accurate it was and of course we all discussed it sort of afterwards and there are so many examples of this throughout our life we're not always conscious of it it may be something even as it doesn't have to be in a monastery somewhere we might be I don't know, renting a new apartment or something like that, and we walk into one place, it just feels wrong. We walk into another place, we can't say why. There's just something that feels right. So as we go through our lives, I think it's obviously good that we're conscious of what we're saying, what we're doing, what we're putting out into the world. But it's also really important to be aware mentally, not to try to be a certain way in our mind, But just to have that intention to be kind, to be helpful, to be positive in a way that benefits not only ourselves and our own mind, but also the people and the places around us. Because I think very often that actually has much more impact than we may think it does. Thanks for listening today. I look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow.